If you want to make an audiobook, go to thetalkingbook.org. That's thetalkingbook.org. Check out these amazing writers, narrators, indie publishers. Come to Asheville. We record books in a booth. Here's the show. Hi, everyone. Chris Hartram here with the Gosh Dang Talking Book. And I just realized that we've been doing this now for six years. What in the hell? That's insane. Way back in 2015, uh, I realized that the cool indie lit books or whatever I like to read and weren't in audio. And then I found out about this little outfit um, from the 1950s called Catamon Records. And two women named Barbara Holdrich and Marianne Rooney, Marianne Rooney, Rooney or Rooney, started the first audiobook recording studio slash publisher, Catamon Records. And their first release was uh, of Dylan Thomas reading his poems. They recorded Dylan Thomas reading his own poems. And the B-side contained A Child's Christmas in Wales. And they put it on a record. And of course there were, you know, there were readings you could get on vinyl before this. But it wasn't like, this was like the modern, this was like the seed of the audiobook industry, you know. And of course, um, our first release was F-250 by Bud Smith, which is uh, super special. And not that I'm saying that we're as cool as Catamon Records or Barbara Holdrich or Marianne Rooney, Marianne Rooney. But, uh, you know, that was the initial inspiration record authors reading their work because um, there's magical, you know, power in an author reading their work, you know, if it's good, of course, when it hits just right. And I, sa I said this recently, um, I said this recently, but there's nothing like it if it's good, you know. I just said it recently on Twitter or whatever <clears throat> about... Ashley Brian Phillips' book, Sleepovers, which we just finished recording, which is being edited right now, which is coming out soon. I think, I, you know, we talked about it back when Scott, Mc, Scott McClanahan came in and recorded the Sarah book with us from Tyrant Books. And of course, print is amazing. You know, print is everything. But the reading, the author reading the book to you, if it's good, if it hits, that's the fucking meta, you know? Anyway, I'm a broken record. I know I bring this up from time to time, but uh, I'm talking for too long today. But this is this is a good episode to bring it up again, I think, because uh, I have something special from writer and musician Wes Tyree. Wes was raised in Farmersville, Ohio, which is a small town southwest of Dayton. I used to live in Worcester, Ohio, but he lives in Asheville now, which is where we are, the talking book. That's where we are right now, Asheville, North Carolina. And he is an extremely talented songwriter whose album and chapbook, the same name, entitled The Midwest Book of the Dead, just came out from Dear Life Records. And this is Tyree's 10th release. And uh, the record and the chapbook, this work is an intimate study of the Midwestern condition. It tells of silos like chapels, spiders and the cane, drunkards and saints and fugitives, speaks of wild geese, the good life, rhinestone suits, Coca-Cola's dishes drying on the rack. And, you know, I'm going to leave the um, link in the show notes for the Midwest Book of the Dead. 
by Wes Tyree. So now listen to the author read from it, just for you. Hello, my name is Wes Tyree. I am a songwriter and guitarist based out of Asheville, North Carolina. Um, I released a new album on April 30th um, of this year called The Midwest Book of the Dead, um, and it includes a companion chapbook of of lyrics uh, and some prose poems as well. I, I definitely consider myself uh, more of a practiced lyricist and, and songwriter, but uh, occasionally I... Um, get lucky and, and write a, a decent poem, and I um, pretty much write them almost exclusively um, as prose poems. So I was happy to, to include, um, I think, nine, nine or ten of them, something like that, in this companion chat book. So I'm going to read um, a few of those for you. Um, I'll start uh, with, uh, with the opening prose poem of of that section in the in the chat book. Um, this is called Farm Boy Young. Cy Young would have made a fine bluesman. He would have kept his hair clean and slicked back. He would have worn a double-breasted suit, a bottle of rye whiskey in his back pocket. He would have driven a Cadillac. He would have slept in filthy motels with women who pulled down their stockings before he could splash aftershave on his neck, before he could light their cigarette. He would have cursed God in his sleep, but praised him in his song, singing with a sad Ohio drawl. Farm boy young, they would have called him. He would have played slide with a butter knife. Um, I have a little uh, collection of, of uh, related poems in here. Um, something of a of a tradition the last few years uh, to try to write um, poems on, on my birthday. Um, so I've included um, a few of those, which I'll, I'll read, um, read all of them. Um, I'll start with, uh, with, with the first uh, untitled birthday poem, number one. On my mother's wedding day, she looked like a religious icon, and her mother like the belladonna of the Midwest, and her father, God rest his soul, like Elvis. And my father stood taller than a hero an ancient cult once worshipped. A modest prayer was given. There were many flowers and kisses, and they drove away in a little car. Before I was born, I dreamt of a trout too big to swim the river. 
One day I'll buy my wife a horse and a piano. One day I'll drink whiskey and shoot pool and listen to country music and think of everyone I've ever known. Um, like I said, there's a couple more of those in here, which I'll read, but before moving on to the second of those, I want to read um, this poem called uh, John the Philosopher, which is a tribute to my advisor in college when I was in the philosophy department at uh, Warren Wilson College. Uh, John was my advisor, but also uh, uh, really more of a mentor than, than anything. He, he passed away a, a few years ago. And uh, I wrote this pretty, um, not not too long after he, he passed away. John the Philosopher. I used to sit in the company of a philosopher named John. Murder of crows followed him everywhere he went. They perched on his shoulder and made nests out of the papers on his desk. He fed them pencil shavings and coffee grounds. He would grab Wittgenstein from the shelf and a crow would flutter from the pages. He would begin. The world is everything that is the case. Something ate away at the philosopher's bladder and the crows took him away for a while. Walking through my neighborhood, sunlight fell on a crow, picking at twigs on the sidewalk. It stopped its work and looked at me as I continued by. It's good to see you, John, I said. Um, I hope that that uh, stands as a, as a good tribute to John um, and at least at least gives uh, some idea of how important he was to to not just myself but uh, a number of people. Um, he was easily one of the most influential people I've I've met in my life. Um, and I'll move on to. Um, Another one of the birthday pieces. Untitled birthday poem number two. I never dream, but my daydreams are endless. Two writers in philosophical dialogue beneath a bleeding sun. Lamplighters making their beds before their evening rounds. Baseball players enjoying a cigarette lounging with locusts in the cornfields. Twin sisters in a convertible, clutching their silk scarves. Fishing for rainbow trout is pure ecstasy. A poker game is a religious ceremony. Did you know Johnny Cash was baptized in the River Jordan? Not very long ago, I met you. 
You with your hair so long and wild, like a high priestess ruling the Michigan woods. I never drank out of confidence, only out of nervousness. What can I say? I adore your cracked tooth. Um, I'll do, I'll do one more, uh, before I do the final of that series of, of the birthday poems. Uh, this was, I think, the most recent one that was included in the collection. This is called They Decided. I wrote it, um, October of, of 2020. Um, so most of these were, were written in the last last couple of years some of them go back to like 2015 or or so um but this was the most recent one they decided two best friends went on a fishing trip and didn't catch a damn thing they tried it all worms crawdads hot dogs bobbers weights Jigs, topwater spinners, you name it. It could have been that they started too late in the day. Or that the water was too warm. Or that the fish had just decided to take it easy. So they smoked a joint and instead took pictures of butterflies. At camp, they decided that burgers taste better cooked over an open flame, and that any whiskey tastes good while playing cards. They decided, too, that even though their hair had started to thin, that it wasn't all that noticeable. It still looked great in a certain light. And they decided that the women in their lives were good for them, always had been. And they decided that next year they would catch more fish. It was foggy when they left camp the next morning. They embraced and expressed their love and admiration for each other before driving away. Nothing had changed. Everything had changed. All right, I'll do uh, do uh, one more for y'all. This is Untitled Birthday Poem number three. This is what closes the uh, the prose poem section of, of the companion chat book and actually is the last piece in the book all, all together. Um, untitled Birthday Poem number three. Alas, you approach a table of fresh fruit papers, and personal belongings. Chamber music echoes from corners and corridors. Martyrs and merchants mingle in the alleyways below. Rare metals are exchanged for exotic spices. Odd beasts are on display in bamboo cages.
Philosophers and scholars discuss the metaphysical nature of the universe. Cartographers draw maps of newly discovered lands. A hunger artist refuses bread and water. The smell of coffee, honey, and rose water rises to your room. Someone calls you by your Christian name. You stand up and walk. Um, cool, that's all I'm going to do for y'all. Um, again, this is the companion book of uh, lyrics and prose poems to uh, my new double album, The Midwest Book of the Dead, which is um, available for purchase um, as a double cassette or a double CD um, through Dear Life Records. Um, you can look them up on, on Bandcamp. Um, you can get um, the album on its own, or you can bundle it with uh, the companion chapbook, or you can buy the chapbook on its own as well. Uh, I think the bundle is the way to go, available streaming everywhere currently as well. Um, I appreciate everybody for, for listening. And uh, thank you, thank you again. That was Wes Tyree reading from the Midwest Book of the Dead, which is an album and a chapbook out now from Dear Life Records. Go to dearliferex.com, listen to all of Wes's music when you get a chance. Talented guy right here in Asheville. Keep a lookout for Sleepovers by Ashley Bryan Phillips from Hub City Press, which is coming out soon. It's almost up being done edited. It's, it's happening soon. Also, Body High by John Lindsay. It's being recorded as we speak. The magic, the author reading the book to you. So that's going to be something. Thanks so much to everybody for helping out. Wes Tyree for the reading. Dear Life Records. Dave Burr, audio engineer extraordinaire for editing the show. Alex Sturgis, Keegan Grandbois, and Holler Boys for the music. Thanks to Catamon Records for the initial idea of the uh, of you know of us doing this. You know, it's a small part. It's a small part to play, but we're trying. You know, to add a little something to the texture. My name's Chris Hartram. I talk too much. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Have a great one. Like a bishop who has forsaken sympathy Chasing sister squares I was lit Before I Before I knew the storm was passing